All right. Well, we won't take up too much time. Um, for everybody listening, Brandon and I wanted to quick do. Uh, it's been a busy season here for both Brandon and I, so we we're struggling to find some time to to record some some episodes. But um, we wanted to get together, and what we're gonna do um, is what we're saying we're gonna do is gonna uh, start doing a recap every week, uh, the NFL season. Obviously, this is uh, what we love the most as the NFL, and so. Uh, we're going to start here with week two. Uh, we're going to recap. We're just going to go down through real quick snippets um, of each game. We're going to try and hit all 16 games uh, and just kind of give our thoughts what stood out to us, if anything. Uh, if not, then we'll just <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, th- so that's what we're going to do. So we're going to get started. Uh, anything before we start, Brandon? Nope. Let's get to it. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with Thursday night. Kansas City and LA uh, Chiefs come out 27-24. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one? Uh, that the Chargers gave it away. Um, mm. I think, I mean, especially with how they were playing, I think interception that Herbert threw, I mean, they were driving pretty much the, the whole game, but mm-hmm. um, the interception was huge, and that totally turned the momentum of that game. Right. Um, and I mean, you, you, they lost one in Arrowhead. They like they needed that, especially a divisional game. Like in that division, deal. yeah, and in that yeah. division for sure. Um, Absolutely, I agree. I think they lost that one for sure, I, I, more so than Kansas City winning it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said privately, um, the difference between Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow throws his uh, interceptions in the beginning of the game, first play of the game, and. <laughs> Herbert waits till it counts. Um, so anyway, uh, I also wanted to note Chris Jones took over that game late. Um, and so I think defensively, if if they did solidify the win after that pick six, Chris Jones really did take over that game, especially late um, to, to hold on to it there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I also didn't realize that Justin Herbert doesn't have that great of a record. He just has a lot of good stats. Right. But his record is not good. Well, is he is he even over five hundred? I don't think so. Or or he might be five hundred. But I heard that stat that Tua has a great mm-hmm. win percentage record, terrible stats. But Justin Herbert, I uh, might not even be over five hundred. Right. I don't believe you would be because his first year they didn't make the playoffs, and I don't think they were a very great team that year. Mm-hmm. Last year they go nine and eight, missed just missed the playoffs. Um, yep. And so the only one game over and now right now they're sitting at 500. So uh, it, yeah, he might be right at 500, but I think he might even be a little bit less. Yeah. But All right, let's move on. Uh, we'll get to Tua for sure. Um, that'll be later on. <laughs> um, New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. What a Browns way to lose this one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did you see the ending of this game? Wow. That's pretty much all I got to say is wow. Yeah. Um, the jet like so nick chubb should have went down yeah i just want to say thank you i mean that's fancy points for me but he it was like i don't know if it before or after the two minute warning but they were up a touchdown and he should have just went down like uh, he got a first down and almost scored could have just sat down on the five and that's it that's the game game over Mm. nope scored a touchdown and then the Jets went back-to-back touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, the first play, it was just a blown coverage by 
Denzel Ward or <clears throat> or they were what playing zone coverage or something. I'm not sure what happened, but he just ran right yeah. by him. It wasn't it wasn't like he burned him or anything. Yeah, it's Corey Davis. He's right. not known for a burn. He's not a burner kind right. of guy. Um, yeah, yeah, and you know when I when I rewatched you know the, the that play, you know they even said that that happened literally the week before against Carolina. You know, and they, they literally almost the same exact thing happened late in the game when Baker Mayfield hit that deep pass. I forget who it was now um, that caught that was ball. That, was that Roby Anderson? No, I don't think it was Anderson. It was the other guy. But anyway, uh, yeah. not not DJ Moore either. But anyway, maybe it was Anderson. I don't know. Um, but bottom line is that the Cleveland Browns let that play happen twice um and so that's a yep. bad thing if anything we're supposed to look bad for this browns team it wasn't supposed to be the defense it's supposed to be you know quarterback and offense um mm-hmm. and so that was uh, pretty crazy by the way that onside kick um the spin that that dude got i mean he the onside kick was perfect uh-huh. um and uh-huh. so that was you don't see it too often where you, you nail him perfectly like that that dude was amped up yeah he the guy had the ball sideways how often i mean that's not an often thing now is it well some kickers can do it and so they, they explain it when you watch the game it's it's a spin so you're able to kick it to the side a little bit um and it creates this spin on the ball and the goal is to drop the ball like you kick the ball and you drop it right on the 11 um right, right 11 yards from the kick um so that it goes far enough and then that spin is going to kick it backwards um, so it comes towards the, t- the kicking team. Um, and so that's the goal. It's like this sort of this new way of kicking it. Um, not everybody does it. Um, but this yeah. guy nailed it perfectly. I mean, there's a, there's a way to do it and there's a perfect outcome that he hit it. Like it was the perfect way to kick it, kicked it right back. And then the other thing is to hit the opposing team. When you get there to the ball, mm-hmm. the one jet player, you know, wiped out the, you know, the, the, the Browns player, <laughs> yeah. you know, and made him pretty much on el- uh, you know, unable to, to recover that fumble or the, the kick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, kickers that are kick football players, right? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> he was amped up too. If you watch like the play after they recover it, that dude's jumping up and down the kicker. I've never seen mm-hmm. a kicker so amped up. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then speaking of kickers and then the Browns kicker, Mr. F- missed the PAT. Yeah. Earlier in the game, right? So yep. yeah, I mean, no, he missed the one after Nick Chubb scored the touchdown with a minute fifty five left. Okay. He missed the he missed the PAT and ends up being the point that they lost. Man, what a Browns way to lose it. <laughs> I yeah, I'm thrilled they lost that one. So um all right, let's move to the third game. Detroit Lions and the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Carson Wentz, he's actually starting out they lost this game obviously, but Carson Wentz is actually not looking half bad. Nope. He, I mean, he has, he has good receivers to throw to. Mm -hmm. Not that Indy really had, I guess, great receivers, but I mean, he's taking control of that offense, which is kind of scary. Yeah. And do you think Detroit is legit? Ah, I mean, play two NFC East teams. Um, so I don't know if they're really legit, but there's a, mm. there's something different about them this year than there is last year. That's for sure. Um, they they are physical. They are a physical football team. Yeah. And George, and what's it? Golf through four touchdowns. Come yep. on, like. Yeah, and 
uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, the the receiver for Detroit, he this is now his sixth straight game with a touchdown that ties Calvin Johnson um, for fr- franchise history. Um, wow. And so uh, that's pretty impressive. And Aiden Hutchinson coming on you know, the scene, he had three sacks in this game, um, as a rookie. And so, you know, this Detroit Lions team, yeah, they beat the commanders. This isn't that big a deal, but they also kept up with, you know, with the Eagles last week, or at least they, I should say they didn't keep up. They were getting beat pretty bad, but then they made a comeback against that Eagles team. And that Eagles team, I mean, outside of Buffalo, your Eagles look about as good. We'll get to them, but they look about as good as anybody right now. Um, no, we'll stop it. Yeah, I th- I think that that, that Detroit <laughs> Detroit keeping up with with Philly is a little bit more than not. So I'm not r- willing to say they were going to make the playoffs or anything, but I think they got yeah. something nice going on there with the Lions. Yeah, they they do look they are they are impressive um, for them though. That's for sure. What was that you like, cut out they, a little bit? I said I'm happy for them. Okay. Yep. Like they. They've had been in the dumps for a long time. Right. Yep. So, all right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New Orleans Saints. What a brawl this one was, literally and figuratively speaking. <laughs> um, yeah. What were your thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah. Uh, defense. 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 They. Every every aspect of that game was physical. Right. Like I like. The, the 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 difference was Tom Brady. Tom Brady got can stick through all the uh, the adversity and all the hardship throughout the whole game, but can come through later in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis Winston isn't there yet. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that's exactly what happened this game. I thought it was the different that ten point difference was the difference between Tom Brady and Jameis Winston, where Tom Brady simply can win these games and Jameis cannot. Um, and so when the game was mm-hmm. on the line, I mean, Devin white, uh, you know, I'm sure you heard, everybody heard what, what he said after the game, but you know, yeah, the reality is when Jameis was there last, he threw 30 interceptions. So he knew they knew it was coming. Um, and yeah. man, that's a brutal thing to say about an ex teammate, but he's not wrong, you know? And no, yeah. I mean, facts, facts are facts. Yep. Yeah. And then Mike, Mike Evans and Lattimore, obviously they, um, you know, get into a tussle and, Evans gets suspended now for a game and um, yeah, it was dumb. I mean, I I saw what he was doing. I think there's a part of me that's like, yeah, defend your quarterback and whatnot. But I also thought it was a little bit of nonsense. Um, And so especially now the bummer is Mike Evans is out of game. They're already down Godwin. They don't have Gronk anymore. Mm -hmm. Antonio Brown's gone. They have Perryman is their number one receiver next week, you know? And so it's like, I know he had a touchdown last week, but this Perryman's not a not a legitimate number one, and so they're really leaving Brady with about nothing, still winning football mm-hmm. games, but they're not they're not looking good. But I mean, I'm assuming both you and I will agree that Brady's going to be just fine. I would agree. Yeah, and if they can win, like, so they play the Green Bay Packers, I believe, this week. If they win that game with who they have, they're in trouble. What you say? You cut out again there. Ah, I said uh, they only have um, they don't have any receivers. So if they can beat Green Bay this next week with what they have, that's a big deal. Right. I agree. Yeah, it's a big yep. thing for the the NFC standings too, because especially just that game alone. But Green Bay or Tampa Bay should only be getting better and healthier. You know, Mike Evans is going to come back. Obviously, Godwin's going to be getting healthier. 
you know, and then yep. also the, the offensive line is, is beat up right now, but they're going to be getting healthier. And so Tampa Bay is going to get more dangerous as the years go, as the year goes along. Um, yep. so you got to beat them, kick them while they're down. And unfortunately, as bad as they've looked, they're two and oh, and so that's not a good sure. time for the NFC. Nope, not at all. And the Saints also, the Saints sneak away with a win last week against Atlanta. And now they only put up 10 points this week. I, I don't know. I, I know that they're a good football team, great defensively. Obviously, they put up a fight in this one, but they could very easily be 0-2 this week or right now. Uh-huh. Um, and they're, you know, fortunately, they're not. Right. They they got a lot to... What I got about the Saints. They got a lot to fix. They do. They do. Yep. All right, let's move on. We got the New York Giants taking out the Carolina Panthers, 1916. Um, New York Giants, who would have thunk it? 2-0. Two, 2-0. Two and oh. oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. it's it's odd to see that. And, and even in this game, they were able to win without. I mean, week one, you know, you get a running back that, you know, Saquon Barkley running for 160 yards, you know, you're not going to lose too many of those games. Um, but right. this one, Saquon couldn't get it going and they still walk away with the win. And so that's yeah. pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. They, they were just trading field goals back and forth. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, one of, I think there's only six undefeated teams and the giants are one. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> uh, and Baker Mayfield, unfortunately, um, no wins yet as a Panther. I was rooting for him last week against, you know, Cleveland to, to make that return and get a win against them. But Unfortunately, I didn't work out for them, but, um, but yeah, unfortunate to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I think the Panthers, they, they, I thought they were going to be better than what they are Yeah. at the moment. I understand it's only week two, but I felt like they're going to be better. Yeah. I could have seen them starting off strong. I, I saw them being like a Detroit Lions team where it's like, yeah, they're not very good, but I could see them making noise a little bit, you know, finishing out, you know, middle of the pack, a little bit below 500, but giving teams fight. Um, because of that new energy with Baker Mayfield, I thought that they were going to bring it a little bit. And, you know, they still have Christian McCaffrey, which last time was healthy, was arguably one of the best players in football. And so, but we just yep. haven't seen that yet. So maybe they get yeah, it Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been himself. Right. All right, New England Patriots and Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. The Patriots sneak out of this one 17-14. When I watched that game, though, um, I, I watched this one, and the Patriots really did control this game for the most part of it, it it was not as close. I would say as the scores lets on. Um, but, 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 you know, first of all, Patriots, um, one thing to say, dude, Nelson Aguilar, did, I don't know if you saw, he, he mossed, um, I forget what the guy was, his name was, but the corner for, for Pittsburgh, it was a clear interception and he completely mossed him for a touchdown. Um, Right, do you yeah, miss where that? Was that? Yeah, Philly. yep. Do you miss yeah, that? Where was that? <laughs> Sorry, we have AJ Brown now, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was gonna say you can I'll leave him that. go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. Um. I think I think for me in this game, I think this game probably was a shocker for me, um, because of the way the pay- or the Steelers played against the Bengals, mm-hmm. and how and it was on the road in Cincinnati. I understand it's a divisional game, but like how they it felt like they didn't show up like where's Najee Harris like I know he got hurt last week but did he not have a great game no again no no. so this is the thing about about the Pittsburgh Steelers is their offense it's awful yeah and so even against 
fall, uh, even against the Bengals, we locked them up. The only time they really gained significant yardage was on trick plays, and that's that crap does not work against Bill Belichick. And so, right. um, you know that hence why you know they were only able to put up 14 points last game. It took them overtime to get to 20, and so um, you know they're not they haven't legitimately in in you know regulation scored 20 points yet. Um, and right. so with with the Steelers though, and specifically Najee. Najee Harris, um, when I watch him, I've watched him, you know, last year, obviously playing against the Bengals, um, twice that year. And then this year, Najee Harris, literally he runs the ball and he gets three yards like every time, but that's about all he gets. And so like, that's the thing I've, I, I don't know that I've ever seen Najee Harris break a run out. And so there's no explosiveness here on this offense, um, Najee Harris, you could say had a good game because he had a lot of these plays where it was third and two and he picked up the first down. So I'm sure if you looked at the numbers, he had a lot of first downs, but he's only picking up three yards. He needs to. So he gets to three, which is exactly what he needs to do on that play, but it's only three yards. And so he's averaging like two, three yards a carry this year. Um, you know what I mean? But it's just, it seems like he's playing well, but he's, he might be playing well, but the offensive line is not, you know, it's a, that's a tough offensive line mm-hmm. there. And so I, 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 they just don't have explosiveness. They're already calling for Kenny Pickett. Um, from what I see, I don't know if I agree with that, but already calling for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I mean, I, I got, so I didn't watch this game very, very closely, but I mean, I predicted Kenny Pickett to be the starter in week four. So who knows? Yeah. They yeah. Play, they play Thursday night. I mean, if they get blown out, by Cleveland. Uh, yeah, by Cleveland. I mean, who knows? Yeah. And they could be with that pass rush with Miles Garrett and the run game. Um, you know, they might, you know, if, if Cleveland gets up early, you know, they have a dominant run game and uh, that, yep. that um, Pittsburgh Steelers offense isn't going to be able to keep up. Um, right. Definitely. They definitely won't win. Not necessarily a shootout, but if, if Mitchell Trubisky is put in a place where he needs to bring the Steelers back with his arm, I don't think he's going to do yeah. it. And so, who knows? Nope. Maybe maybe your prediction might be right come week four. <laughs> I still think it's a far fetch, but uh, I can hope for it. You own it. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's keep on moving. Um, running out of time here. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Colts. Who would have thought Jacksonville shuts them out 24 um, nothing? The Colts supposed to be a Super Bowl contender for many. Um including our friend Crispin Equez, but I mean, I don't think anybody would have saw this. Nope. Not, not at all. There's, I think, I think the biggest problem is it's not how good the Jags are. It's how bad the Colts are playing. Like they're bad. They're not playing great at all. Yeah. Yep. Ryan's only got one touch. Matt Ryan's only got one touchdown, four interceptions. Um, that, yeah, that they're Christian Kirk is playing, up to his contract. I mean, he's, you know, he only had 78 yards, but two touchdowns, uh, you know, over the weekend. Yep. And, and so I, I'm just shocked that, you know, again, Jacksonville winning this game, a surprise, shutting yep. them out um, and stopping Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has been nowhere as well. And so they can't get that mm-hmm. running game going. It's dangerous for, for Indianapolis. Yeah. Yep. And now, I mean, the Jags are number one in the division. Who would have thought? Yeah. I mean, some people had the bold take, but I mean, I thought it was definitely with the Colts or the Titans, but obviously the Titans are, you know, I mean, they lost week one against the Giants. That was unacceptable, but then they, I mean, the Buffalo team, that's, 
I mean, I think it's fair to say they're they're close to unbeatable right now, and so they're yes. yeah. So we'll we'll talk about them in a little bit here as well, but they're tough to beat, and so absolutely. Uh, Miami Dolphins uh, beat the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> forty-two to thirty-eight. This was l- unbelievable. I couldn't believe this when this I saw was, it. This was unreal. They were down twenty-one in the fourth quarter. Like, there's no way. I think they had. I think the probability you know how they have the win probability stuff i think there was like 0.01 percent that they were going to come back and win right and they did it yep yeah it's crazy i mean they they said yeah and Tua, we we talked about him you know being not being able to throw the ball down the field myself included and i still question that um because yep. again i don't think the stats show the whole story but says on, on passes of 20 20 yards or more downfield Tua was four or five 155 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and so that's some great numbers, 80%, yeah. 20 yards or more down the field. Um, and so I, I thought a couple of those, those plays were, um, were, you know, I think he could have had more on it. I think he underthrew yep. it a little bit, but his, he has two lights out receivers that are, that are great. Um, and so, I mean, both of them had 11, 11 catches, was it? And both of them had a, over 150. I forget, you know, how much it was, but I, I think, yeah, I think they both had over even 180 potential. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like, don't... Ty, yeah. Tyreek had over, he had uh, a buck 90 and Jaron model had 171. So, wow. yeah. And 11 catches each. I mean, that's, that's crazy, man. And so they're <laughs> and, and, and Baltimore, the other thing I want to point out, like, if Baltimore wins this game, we're talking about Lamar Jackson like an MVP right now. Oh, yeah. 2-0. Oh. I mean, he had, in this game, he had over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and then he ran for another 125 with a touchdown. Uh, and, yep. and, I mean, he outran the entire defense on that 75-yard touchdown run. And so, Lamar Jackson's doing it all, um, but this defense was terrible. Um, and yeah. it was pretty much everybody. I actually saw another stat. It was, um, you know, he to a pretty much owned everybody, but against Marlon Humphrey, he only completed one pass on five targets. And so Humphrey brought it, but the rest of this defense, unfortunately was awful. Yeah. So true. I had them on my fantasy team. Thank you. Yeah. Who's that? Terrible. I did. I had the Baltimore defense on my fantasy Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I thought you meant Lamar. Um, yeah, no, no, for sure. No, he also, yes. Who I was playing also had him Lamar, and I got yeah. my butt kicked. Yeah. So. <laughs> but but yeah, like you said, he's the only he's the only quarterback who ever throw for a seventy five yard touchdown and run for a seventy five yard touchdown. Wow! Like he's the only quarterback to do that. Right. Yep. So yeah, so let's move on. Uh, L.A. Rams take out the Atlanta Falcons thirty one twenty seven. Cooper Cup still doing it. Thirteen catches, uh, or sorry, eleven catches uh, for one hundred eight yards, two touchdowns. Um, Last week he had 13 catches, 128 in the touchdown. So this guy's still at it. Maybe up for another yeah. triple crown. Yeah, he, he's man. It's hard on that connection with him and Stafford is really hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Falcons came back in this game. I was yeah. actually surprised. Like if it Jalen Ramsey had an interception in the end zone which pretty much sealed the game. But if they got that, if they got that touchdown, they would be, they would have been in the lead at that point, the Falcons. So they came back and made it a game and it kind of surprises me how bad the Rams are playing. Yeah. And they, they had to fight against the Falcons. I agree. 
Yeah, it's it's these so. teams with new look offense or not necessarily new look, but either injuries on the offensive line or new look offensive lines are struggling. You know, the yep. Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bengals, and you know, they're they're struggling. And um, you know, they'll get it together. These all three of these teams are I mean, obviously Tampa Bay is two and but all three of these teams will get it together, in my opinion. Uh, the Rams will yep. be just fine. They have way too much talent. Um, so We'll see, but that Atlanta yep. team, man, that they're feisty, man. I must take out the Saints Weird. last week. Now I must taking out the Rams, and they're they're Marcus feisty. Team. Yep. All right, uh, San Francisco 49ers win big, twenty seven to seven against the Seattle Seahawks. But I think they may have lost this week. Yes, for sure. With the loss of Trey Lance for the rest of the season, I think right. he broke his ankle. Yep. Um, man. Like I was listening to Greeny and like this is gonna be his third almost straight season that he will not be playing football. Like that's rough oh, wow. on a quarterback because he was his rookie or his last year in college, they played one game because of COVID. Right. Literally his team played one game. The next season, I mean, he was sidelined because Jimmy Garoppolo right. was the quarterback. And then now he mm. got he finally got he was given the reins, didn't really earn it, but given the reins to go and Win the take this San Francisco 49er team to the Super Bowl and breaks his ankle week two. Yeah, and it's not good. That's that's sad, man. That's sad. Yeah, and it's not good to. I mean, he went out early, so that team came back and beat the Seattle Seahawks 27 to 7, a team that beat the Denver Broncos last week. Um, and meanwhile, when Trey Lance starts, they lose to a terrible Chicago Bears team. Granted, the weather was an issue last week, but. That's not, you know, apples for apples, man. Jimmy Garoppolo is making it happen and he's not. Yeah, he knows he knows the offense and he's comfortable. And it, I don't know who I was listening to or, I mean, he made it look like an offense. Right. Like he, he had command of it. He knew what he was doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What yeah. When you have a good backup quarterback. Right. Yeah. I mean, could they have won the lottery anymore? Imagine if they would have traded Jimmy G. Like... They'd be screwed right now, That's but so true, yeah. so true. Um, all right, let's move on to this one, and we'll have to keep this one short. Dallas Cowboys, Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Uh, Dallas walks away with the win, twenty to seventeen. Um, I mean, this hookup between Cooper Rush and Noah Brown killed us. Um, they have so much camaraderie together, you know, playing on second mm-hmm. string together, and the Bengals. I mean, again, I'll keep it short. We have issues on the offensive line. Um, Burrow's having issues back, uh, in, you know, in the pocket, he needs to stay in the pocket. He needs to stay up and, and be willing to pass the ball. Our defense has played fairly well, um, for the most part this year. Um, but yeah. we need to get after the quarterback more. We need to force turnovers. Um, we only have one turnover on the year. That's a fumble. Um, so we need to be doing that. Um, but yeah, we, we, and we also need to, we need to start fast. Um, we, we, we started terribly slow against the Pittsburgh Steelers got down two scores right away. And then this game, same thing. Uh, first and 15 f- all the time in the first half, the, the, almost every single, you know, drive, we were first and 15 to start the drive. And it's just really hard to come back from two scores down at first and 15 yep. when they can literally play prevent defense and send bulls at you the whole game. It's, it's pretty tough to overcome that. No wonder he's getting sacked six times a game. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, Man, I uh, I don't understand what's yeah what you said what's going on with the with the offense. Yeah, I mean, and then but the Cowboys, man, I mean, coming and winning a game with Cooper Rush, yeah, that's pretty uh, 
Yeah, I did not expect that. Well, we need to we need to look at this guy. You know how usually we say it doesn't matter how bad the team is, they're going to win with Tom Brady. Like players like this or or quarterback Lamar Jackson, like that team was awful last year with injuries uh, in Baltimore, but Lamar Jackson wielded them through to victories. Um, so sometimes we'll say, but we always say that about quarterbacks, right? Yep. This Micah Parsons, dude, this guy yeah. is crazy. I mean, he had eight pressures and he didn't even rush to quarterback every play. Two sacks. <laughs> and so like he's playing coverage snaps. He's he's rushing from middle linebacker, from the defensive end, from defensive tackle. It doesn't matter. He's going everywhere. Yeah. This guy is unbelievable. And, and so he won this game for them. And I mean, yeah. Cooper Rush played well enough to win, but he didn't win this game for them. This is not Cooper Rush's game. This is Michael Parsons disrupting the entire offensive flow of the Cincinnati Bengals. And yeah. I don't know that I've, I mean, Aaron Donald's there obviously, but I don't know that I've talked so highly of a defensive player since, you know, for a long time. Yeah. He, dude, he's really almost impossible to stop, man. You have to put at least two, but like you said, he's all over the field. Like he's not just a strictly a pass rusher, right? Like he can, he can play back. He can. I mean, I don't know if he's a great coverage player, but he's he, at least he can hold his own, right? Like, yeah, he is. He saved them. Yep. All right, let's get through. Good yeah, let's get through the rest of these ones here because we're right at a half hour here now. Um, Denver Broncos taking out the Houston Texans, sixteen nine. Uh, they win the game, but man. They don't, look terrible. Yeah, don't we expect more from Denver? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with Russell Wilson. Like, is he not is he like really that good as everybody's saying he, he should be? Like he, he was 14 of 31. Like under 50% completion percentage. And he has weapons. This is against like, and this is against Houston. Right. This is I, not good. I I cannot I can't explain it. That like I try to figure it out. I try to be like, oh, like, you can't really give him any breaks anymore. Right. Like, dude, you need you need to figure it out because you do, like you say, you have a great team. Your team is giving you a buttload of money to go and do this stuff. And Yeah, and they got yeah, two, two I, great running backs. I've they got – yep. they're loaded with receivers. Um, yep. And so there's no excuses here. I agree. We need to stop bailing them out. Not that a lot of people are, but – Denver's got to get it together. I'm not one to talk oh, about Cincinnati looking as bad as they are, but they, yep. they don't have much grace here with that division. Agreed. Agreed. They're going to, Chiefs are going to run away with that division. Yeah. Weird, right, yeah. weird to say it after we started the season, but. Yeah. And speaking of that division, let's move on. Arizona Cardinals yeah. come back in incredible fashion against the Raiders to steal that game too. And Raiders drop another one. Yeah. I, Again, it's another thing. It's kind of hard to to figure out, and because the Raider, like again on paper, I think the Raiders should have won that game. Right. I mean, they were and they were up like twenty to, weren't they up like twenty to zero or something? Like they were up a lot. Yeah, they were twenty to zero. Yeah, twenty nothing. I think in the first half or halftime. Yep, and then they came back and, and pulled it out. And, right. Um. But anyway, speaking of, did you see that Kyler Murray got slapped in the face? I saw, I, I, I read an article about it, but I didn't actually see it. Yeah. It, I mean, it was very, very minor. Okay. At least it looked like, but still, like, I mean, you could see it on Kyler's face that he's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, he was not happy. I think they actually, pro I think somebody said about pushing charges, pressing charges on it. Yeah. But anyway, 
we yeah. can get back to back to the game. But that's crazy. You know, I'm I'm actually I'm shocked about how how poorly the, the Raiders did not finish that game. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, they need to they need to figure that out, especially McDaniel's. They need to they need to you know three points in the second half with that offense. Um, that can't happen. Um, especially in that division as well. Um, and one last thing to note, that Kyler Murray two-point conversion was pretty wild. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Green Bay Packers take out the Chicago Bears 27 to 10. Yep. Everybody's acting like everything's okay in Green Bay. Do you believe it? Uh, no, I don't. I don't believe that everything is okay in Green Bay. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I just don't see like they they got torched by the Vikings last week, mm-hmm. and the Bears don't have any receivers. Right. Uh, so I think that the I think the Bears are just not that great of a football team. I understand they won last week, um, but they're they're known as a run. I mean, they will beat you in the run. They will be physical with you, and they and it was pouring rain last week against the Forty ers This right. week, I mean, they had the the Packers and, but the pack again, the Packers don't look solid. They look like, I mean, they're going to probably win their division and I still think, but mm-hmm. they don't look solid yet. Right. I, I, I thought this was the, the Aaron Jones game. I mean, he obviously the numbers, you know, 132 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then he had what three catches or something like that, you know, another touchdown yep. there. Um, but I also saw he forced nine missed tackles um, and picked up 85 yards after wow. contact. And so, you know, of that 130 to 160, half of it was yards after contact, you know, breaking these tackles and whatnot. So, and that's stuff that Aaron Rodgers isn't doing. That's stuff that most other play, you know, that's that, that, that defender's getting that's to him. All so Aaron it, yeah. It's not necessarily yep. bad blocking, but it just shows that somebody's getting to him. He's making it happen. And so, um, obviously they won by 17. It wasn't a close game, but you don't win this game. Well, I shouldn't say you don't win this game without him, but he was definitely the major part, not Aaron Rodgers, yep. as far as why they won this game. Agreed. Um, all right, let's get to Monday night. Buffalo Bills, I mean, just destroy the Tennessee Titans. 41-7. to I mean, Allen and Diggs. Not even close. What's, this is unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It is. They... They just look great. Their defense looks really good too. Mm-hmm. Like they they just look like a solid team, and they still don't even really have a running back. Like right. I think well, I think to me that's crazy too. Yeah, they don't have a legitimate number one. They have three guys back there. You know what? Singletary, James Cook, and uh, Moss. That you know they can all kind of do it, um, but they're not a dominant. Josh, and Josh Allen. And Josh Allen, yeah, kind of plays running yeah. back on some plays. Um, sure. and so, but yeah, I mean this, Josh Allen looks great. He looks as good as anybody right now in the league. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, 12, 12 receptions, 148 yards, you know, what three touchdowns to digs. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so it's just, this team's, this team is really dominant. I don't know that anybody's better than the Buffalo looks Bills scary. right now. Yeah. Yep, they look scary. Yeah, and these Titans, the Titans got to figure it out. Lose, lose one to Buffalo, sure, but forty-one to seven, that's a problem. And then lose week one to a close one in Giants. Um, yeah, at home, at home, right? So yeah, it's not a good look. Um, all right, let's wrap this one up with the one that you're probably most excited about. But Philadelphia Eagles 
just absolutely yeah. destroy Minnesota um, as the Vikings come into Philly, um, twenty-four to yep. seven. It, the, the score was not that close. I mean, the game was not that close. No. As close as the score says. No, that that score was the first half. Literally, that right. was the first half. Um, and we had a field goal block in the second half sometime. But I mean, it that was I haven't seen a dominant performance by the Eagles like that in a long time. Yep. Um, that was really, and then just the way Jalen Hurts played, um, he looked really good. I was really impressed with how he looked. He looked comfortable back there. He doesn't look frantic. He's not making terrible decisions. Like he had one, I mean, they had one interception, but that went off the receiver's hand or the, the running back's hands. Um, but rushing for two touchdowns, throwing for 333 yards, another over 50-yard rushing game. Like he, and again, I, most I'm, of that was first half. Yes. Yeah. Again, yeah. Exactly. Yep. First half, yeah. and I'm just, I've just been really impressed with him. Um, I, and then um, spreading the ball, like mm-hmm. getting Devonte Smith, because the whole thing last week was Devonte Smith not getting catches. Right. Yada yada yada. Well, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins got himself uh, got himself a touchdown, deep play. Like, uh, the running backs are doing well. I mean, offensive line was great. Like, gave him a bunch of time to, to throw the ball. Like, they they look really good. Yeah. I mean, also, the Vikings defense looked terrible. Like, they mm. were, it felt like they were just giving us stuff. Sure. Um, so, and then, and then our defense. Our defense played well, too. I mean, Darius Slade tore up uh justin jefferson yep cracked down on him like it went it was it was an overall great performance by the eagles and i was pretty impressed with that um i did not expect it i actually thought they were going to lose this game Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I, I think the eagles are right now I, i would say that they're second best team in football maybe 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 third best behind kansas city but buffalo clearly number one um, but I'd love, I'd pay a lot of money to see Philadelphia play Buffalo right now. Um, that'd yeah, be a great matchup. That, that would be super fun. Yeah. So it's kind of scary. Cause I think, I think we would get blown out, but Hey, I think I you, mean, I do think you would lose, but it would be an entertaining game. Cause your defense, like you said, is legit can get after the quarterback can cover well on the back end. Um, and you know, your offense can put up points and definitely put up yards, whether passing clearly or running the ball as well. Right. And, but yep. I mean, the, Buffalo Bills, there's nothing they can't do. And so right. they, you know, they could obviously, you know, roll right through the Eagles, you know, until otherwise, I mean, this, this, you know, this Bills team is, is untouchable at this point of the season, but we're only two weeks in and we have a lot yep. of season to play. Yep. They do play Miami next week. So we'll yeah. see, uh, we'll see how they, how they go for sure. Sweet. Well, fun recap in week two. And uh, we yep. will be back um, for we will be doing a full episode at some here sometime yes. here soon. And then but we will also be recapping every week. We're going to try just to do a phone call and, and recap each week, every game. And uh, thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks, guys.